Everyone knows about Zillow and Zestimates, but few really know their real purpose. Today we pull the curtain back on Zillow, Zestimates, why they exist, and we call them clickbait. But you be the judge. With over 50 years of real estate experience, the team at Powell Fine Homes have dedicated our careers to taking care of our clients, ensuring that they get the best possible results and service when they engage us to represent them. From first-time home buyers to multi-million dollar home sellers, from regular sales to short sales and foreclosures, we've seen it all and educated our clients along the way. As broker owners, we have serious visibility into the Los Angeles and Ventura County real estate markets and are about to share some of what we're seeing with you right now. Get ready for the Powell Fine Homes Real Estate Show. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Powell Fine Homes Real Estate Show. My name is Richard Powell. I'm a licensed California real estate broker, and along with my wife, Kirsten, who is also a licensed California real estate broker, we run the Powell Fine Homes Group at Keller Williams Realty World Class in Westlake Village, California. So today, let's talk about Zillow and let's talk about Zestimates. Let's talk about Zillow first. Zillow is big in real estate. They are the 800-pound gorilla. They got their second. They didn't get their first. Realtor.com got their first, but, you know, they did a really poor job. I don't want to go into that in this episode. We'll just talk about Zillow today. So Zillow did it better than Realtor.com, and they turned into the 800-pound gorilla in the sector. So how big are they? According to Zillow, and all these are, I pulled most of this data from their uh, Q3 2018 10Q filing with the SEC. So if you ever have insomnia, reading a report like this will put you right to sleep. I used to work for some public companies, so I used to read the 10Qs fairly often. And uh, most of it will bore you to tears, but there's some good data points in there, and I pulled some of those to share with you tonight. So... Let's talk about how big Zillow really is. They have 188 million monthly visitors. 50% of those people, according to Zillow, are looking to buy or sell. That does make sense. 80% of the U.S. homes have been viewed on Zillow. They have 32 million people that come to their rental sites. They own apartments.com. They bought postlets, and there's a couple others they have, but they're getting 32 million people per month looking at the rental sites and the mobile apps they have for that. 37% of Zillow's audience has a household income of $100,000 or more. 80 million homes that are on Zillow have been updated by users. That could be as simple as the owner going online, claiming the home is their own, and filling out the what I love about my home section. We certainly see a lot of that on homes that aren't even for sale. They're just, they like their home and they want everybody to know why they like their home. Or it could be an agent who has the home listed and wanted to go in and be able to manipulate some of the things you normally can't do unless you claim it as your own. And, you know, no matter what happened, 80 million homes, they're saying, have been updated or had some kind of interaction with somebody outside the Zillow organization. We have, I say we have, they have 2 million real estate professionals listed on Zillow. And I'm sure that's a combination of real estate agents, real estate brokers, and loan professionals. And they have 110 million homes from the U.S. in the Zillow database. I need to go check how many total saleable homes, combination of condos, townhomes, and single-family homes that we have. Because in the U.S. population, I'm going off the top of my head here, so bear with me, is roughly 330 million. Average family size is about three, maybe 3.2. Uh, so you figure 
divide that by three, you got 110 million. So that sounds like they got close to 100% of the homes in the U.S. in their database, but they're very close to it, no matter how you slice it. So that's Zillow. And how do they get you to the website? With this estimate, because everybody wants to know what their house is worth, or if they're going to go buy, what the homes are going for in the neighborhood they want to look at. So that's where we call it clickbait, because without this estimate, Zillow is just another site, one of the thousands of real estate sites that are out there. But because this estimate has become so well known, it is the draw. And the total purpose of this estimate is to get you, the end user, to get to that website. Because the more of you go to the website, as we talked about earlier, they take that subscription model that newspapers had and magazines had. You know, again, if you, the more magazines you sell, the more newspapers you sell, the more valuable the ad space is because more people are seeing it. Now, websites are different than print magazines because you don't have the same loyalty that a subscription gets because you're paying for a subscription. You pay more attention to it and you tend to have more loyalty to that site, product, or brand, if you will. Internet leads have no loyalty per se. They go to a bunch of different sites, and I can tell you, you know, having been in the business a long time, there's often, when we have a great listing out there, whether it be price point or the way it was updated or it's got a spectacular view or whatever the reason, when we have a great listing, we will get multiple leads from multiple sites, and a lot of times they're the same people. They clicked on Zill, they clicked on Realtor.com, they clicked on Trulia, and they forgot that they clicked on the other ones, or they don't care, or they had a different question. You know, because that little button always says more info or contact agent or whatever it is. And, you know, it's crazy how many times and from how many channels the same person will reach out toward the same listing because they go back and they see a different picture. They have a different question, all kinds of stuff. But there's more and more of them, but there's doesn't have the same loyalty that a subscription based interaction has. So we're going to talk about why Zillow promotes these estimates and, you know, quite honestly, because they want you to keep going back to see, was your house going up? Is it going down? Because most people, it's the biggest asset they have, so they are paying a lot of attention to it. We've certainly had clients over the years, even when they weren't on the market, they weren't looking to buy, they weren't looking to sell, but because we're in real estate, we have real estate conversations when we talk with them. They're like, oh, my house is up this much this month, or it went down this month. Why did it go down? And, you know, the people keep going back and going back, and every time you go, it's a unique click on the site, and that turns into a, you know, data point for Zillow to go back to the agent and sell and charge them more for their advertising on there. So the advertising for the premier agent, which is when you look at a Zillow page and you see the pictures of the house, you look on the right-hand side of the page and there's usually three or four headshots sitting there and it says contact agent. And a lot of people think, oh, that first guy, he must be the agent. I'm gonna click on him or her. And if you're paying, if the agent is paying through the Premier program, then there's a good chance that is them. And if you pay enough, you'll be the only person on that site but or on that page. But more often than not, you'll see three or four guys there or women or whoever, three or four agents, we'll leave it at that. And they're all paying to be there. And the more times you click, you know, if you click on one of them, great, they're happy, they're finally getting a return on their investment. But, you know, they're paying to be there. They're not the listing agent nine times out of ten. But the more you go there, the more they turn around and get to charge the agents. Now, Zillow, I pulled their 10Q off the, uh, I don't already said that. 
pulled the 10Q off the SEC site, and they made in the first three quarters of 2018, they made $957 million. Well, let me rephrase that. They generated $957 million. They actually showed a loss on the net operating income. But for the top line number, $957 million came from directly from the premier agent advertising program that is driven by this estimates, which gives them the ability to turn around to the agents and say, if you want to advertise in this zip code, you need to have X amount of impressions. It's a year-long contract. We're going to charge you more and more. So how does this estimate work? They take the last sold home within a certain radius of your home, take the dollars per square foot off that one, and then they have an algorithm they overlay over your property. You know, it's generated by square foot. Do you have a pool? That kind of stuff. And it gets what they call close. We have a, there's a home in West Hills that just closed last, two weeks ago, for $855,000. As of this morning, the Zillow's estimate still says 900 and, I think it's 935 or 938. But, you know, it's almost an $80,000 delta. And the house is actually closed already, so you would think they would actually get accurate on that one, but they weren't. But we'll talk more about accuracy with his estimates in a minute. So, let's talk about the explosion of internet leads and why this estimate has worked for Zillow in the context of what they wanted it to do. They wanted to attract more of you, so you click on the site, so the agents come and pay them the money to be on the big site because Zillow, as we talked about earlier, is the 800-pound gorilla in the, in the uh, room in the real estate sector. So in 2011, we sold 4.8 million homes nationally. And there were about 4.5 million leads spread out through all the different sites. And back in 2011, you had Realtor.com, you had Zillow, you had Trulia. Redfin was just coming out back then. Or they might have been out for a couple of years at that point, but they weren't very big at that point. You had uh, Yahoo Real Estate. You know, the Wall Street Journal had a, a real estate site. They still may. But back then, there was like 10 or 12 sites you'd heard of and a, probably a couple hundred that you hadn't. You know, now you jump forward to 2017. Now we've sold 5.5 million homes that year. And, you know, from 4.8 up to 5.5, you have 700,000 more homes, which is good over a six-year period. You know, 2011 was pretty much the bottom of the trough coming out of 2008. And then it just has been going up all the way until probably July of this year. And you have 5.5 million homes, 700,000 additional sales for units. But the internet leads went from 4.5 million in 2011 to 87 million in 2017. Now, in a normal market with supply and demand, when you have more of something, it tends to become less valuable. And when you have less of something, it becomes more valuable. But here you have, an ex <laughs> you know, by a factor of 20 almost, you, you've jumped up, uh, you know, so you went from 4.5 million leads to 87 million leads, but you only went up 700,000 homes. So then let's jump to 2018. We actually sold less homes. 5.3 million homes sold for a number of reasons. But you had over 100 million internet leads now. So you added another 13 million internet leads and you sold $200,000, 200,000 homes less. And yet Zillow and Realtor.com and all these guys will tell you, nope, you got to pay more. The lead, there's more leads. You got to pay more for them under the equation of the subscription model theory that works with print subscriptions, but, you know, it doesn't hold the same water. 
But that's why they pushed this estimate so hard. So it has certainly worked because there are more and more agents signing up, especially newer agents. Right now, I was watching a 2019 prediction from uh, a coach we had years and years ago named Brian Buffini. Good guy. He's, he, his whole philosophy is relationship-based, and that's very in tune with how Kirsten and I run our business. So we've always liked him. So we, we tune in every year when he starts giving us predictions about what's going on. But one of the data points he threw out, and I have not, I haven't confirmed this with any hard data. So take it with a grain of salt as well. But in his opening uh, monologue, if you will, he was saying that right now, 70% of the licensed real estate agents and 80% of the licensed loan originators have not ever worked in a declining market and have never been working in an uh, environment where home loans were 5% or higher. And that really took me. I, I, I know that there's certainly a lot of new faces in the business, no question. I mean, when we went through 2008, 9, and 10, it called the herd hard. We easily lost, you know, 30, 40% of the agents, maybe even more than that. And even back then, I think the, the median age of of uh, real estate agents probably in the late 50s, early 60s. So so between the agents who got knocked out of the business and the people that retired, I still don't know if that gets us down to 30% of existing agents who have been here, you know, seven years or longer. That, that seems like a really, really high number for new agents. I guarantee you it's over 50%, but I don't know if it's high as 70%. But anyway... That's a lot of agents who haven't been in the business in a declining market. And as the market shifts like it is right now, and this is not a 2008 style shift, so please don't panic over that. Every real estate cycle goes, you know, from a short end of seven years to a high, I think the longest uninterrupted uh, bull market, if you will, in real estate probably went 11 years. But, you know, we're seven years into it and it's shifting from a red hot seller's market to a more balanced market. It may get to a buyer's market, but who knows? But it's not like 2008, so don't panic about that. But the market is shifting. And for the newer agents or any agent who has never been in a market that was doing anything other than going straight up, it's disconcerting. So they're, they're thinking, okay, how can I help my business? And when somebody says, oh, if you buy these leads, you won't have to go knock on doors. You won't have to call people. You won't have to send out postcards. You won't have to take people out for breakfast or lunch or coffee or whatever. They'll just come to you. And they're like, oh, that sounds great. And then they break out their credit card and they sign up. And, you know, a year later, they've paid thousands and thousands of dollars. And they're wondering why they still don't have any business. But it's a whole different conversation. But it's where Zillow gets a lot of their money. So this estimate has truly worked. So let's talk about the accuracy of Zestimates. You know, my favorite Zestimate story is that the CEO of Zillow, in, on February 29th of 2016, he sold a property in Seattle. I don't know if it was his own home or one of his investment properties, but he sold a home for $1.05 million, which was 40% less than the Zestimate of $1.75 million shown on its property page a day later after it closed. So the CEO of Zillow sold a home for 40% less than this estimate. So that right there should tell you that it's not bulletproof. But let's take it a step further. So if you go on the Zillow website, it's easiest on a desktop or a laptop. If you go on the mobile, you got to really hunt to find these particular things. But if you go to the bottom of 
the page, the, the true bottom, like scroll till you can't scroll any further and you get all the little, you know, their uh, light blue hyperlinks in the bottom, at least the ones I looked at. And it says uh, of Zestimates, and then you click on that, and it says about Zestimates, and you click on that, and then you click on a third time, it's like data coverage and Zestimate accuracy. It's one of my favorite parts because it's, I'll, I'll quote it. I printed this out this morning. It says, data coverage and Zestimate accuracy. Zillow's accuracy has a median error rate of 4.5%. This means half of the home values in the area are closer than the error percentage. For example, in Seattle, which is where he sold the house for 40% less than his estimate said, Zestimate values for half of the homes are within 4.7% of the selling price and half are off by more than 4.7%, like the CEO's house. To improve Zestimate accuracy, we allow homeowners to edit their home facts and then we incorporate this information into our Zestimate calculations. Be aware that in some areas, we might not have, or excuse me, we may not be able to produce a Zestimate at all, but we do have some basic information on the homes. The tables below show you where we have Zestimates and other home information. And the table below has a scrollable field in it and it's probably the top 20 or 30, uh, we'll say the top 25 metros throughout the country. We operate in what they call the Los Angeles, Long Beach, Anaheim metro. Even though we're north of the city, we're still part of the, the market overlaps far enough to where we would be considered part of that. And in that metro, it only gets three out of four stars for accuracy, according to Zillow. And that's their own rating system, if you will. But let's talk about what they have. For hard numbers, they're saying there's 3.1 million homes in that metro on Zillow. They're saying that Homes with Zestimates are 2.9 of those 3.1 millions have actual Zestimates on them. 61%, now think about this, 61.4% of those homes are within 5% of the sales price, the Zestimates are. 82.5% are within 20%. No, that's 10%, sorry. It's really small font. Okay, sorry about that. So, 10% of, the, um, 10 of the homes, no, I'm sorry, 82.5% got thrown by that because it's really small font. 82.5% of the homes are within 10% of the sales price for this estimate. And 92.8% of the estimates are within 20% of the sales price. That's still a pretty good spread. 3.7% is the median error. So that means half of them are below or, or, or not. But, you know, I know for a fact there's a home in West Hills uh, in one of the farms we have that sold for 855000 a couple weeks ago. And like I talked about earlier, there's an $80,000 delta between the Zestimate and what it actually sold for. And the home's already closed. It's been a couple weeks and it still doesn't reflect accurately. So, you know, when you see your Zestimate, take it with a grain of salt. It's, um, it is still an algorithm. It doesn't take the place of an actual appraisal or, or a comparative market analysis from a licensed real estate professional that's actually looking specifically at the homes when they've actually, you know, can go in. When, when Kirsten and I sit down with a CMA with a client, you know, we're going over, okay, here's the house, had this kind of deferred maintenance, you know, it faces this way, the neighbor next door tore up the entire yard. Zillow doesn't see that, but I see that they're growing these trees. The view is gone, so you can't value that. Uh, yeah, it's got a pool, but the pool needed to be replastered, so it's not worth as much as they think it is. You know, there's just all kinds of things that can't take the place of having seen a home. So when you're comparing it, you can say, look, they, you know, this is where you're better. 
This is where they're better. This is where the buyers are going to come in and think the house is worth. So if you're way above that, you're not going to get any traffic through the front door. If you're way below that, you'll get everybody coming through the door and we'll see where it lands. But uh, Zestimus are not the end all. However, they've done such a great job of promoting them that everybody looks at them and everybody gives it far more weight than they should. So that's why we call it clickbait. That's why we look at Zillow with a jaundiced eye. That's why I personally laugh at Zillow when they come to us and they say, well, you got to pay more because there's more eyeballs on it. You know, if it were subscriptions, they'd be more loyal. But like we said before, you know, the increase in lead quantity has no quantifiable uh, support to make us pay more for it. Actually, the home sales went down while at the same time that the internet leads went up. So they should actually be worth a lot less, not a lot more. But that's a whole different conversation. So there you have it. Please reach out. Give us some questions. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. We'd love to talk about it. And we will see you again next time. If there are any questions, you can always reach out with an email to sold at palafinehomes.com. Or you can send me a text at 805-404-1167. Or just give me a call. We always love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard or you want more info, please give us a call at 805-404-1167. Again, that's 805-404-1167. Or send an email to sold at powellfinehomes.com. If you're ready to move on with your life in Los Angeles or Ventura counties, call us even quicker. The team at Powell Fine Homes are your real estate experts and who you hire matters. You can find us on the web, on Facebook, and on Instagram every day, and you'll love the results that our proven systems and model deliver for you. Call, email, or DM us today, and we'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening.